0: This is the Free Body Podcast, a podcast for every body. Join us as we share the body stories of folks from all walks of life and deep dive into how we can turn to movement, creativity, and connection to heal while navigating a wounded world. Join our community on Instagram at Free Body Podcast and make sure to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for being here. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, drinking
1: my... Watered down, sweet, delicious coffee. Ah, great way to start the day. Had a late night last night, but this is the time for science now. So I'm gonna do my best at describing the menstrual cycle.
0: <laughs> I'm so tired
1: before we get into day two of egg freezing in my vlog thought it'd be a good idea to just give a very basic rundown of the menstrual cycle, a little mini menstrual cycle education just to help familiarize yourselves with the process uh, of what's going on in our bodies and how these things uh, all happen, like how life is made and, and periods and all that stuff. So if you feel like you've already got a really strong, you know, understanding of this, Feel free to just skip forward till you get to day two. But um, for those of you who don't, like myself, going into this, I thought I really understood the menstrual cycle. I mean, I have one every every single month for for since I was fourteen, so <laughs> it's a long time. But um, there's a lot that I didn't really learn or understand. I know that I'm not the only one out there. Uh, so this hopefully this is helpful for you. Um, let's get started menstrual cycle okay it's uh it's about anywhere between um 24 to 35 days long is one complete menstrual cycle and there are four phases within a menstrual menstrual cycle so the cycle begins when your period begins and that's you know anywhere from one to seven days for some women my god um somewhere around one to seven days and then after that starts the follicular phase Follicular tells you a lot. So the follicles, or the I should say the f- main follicle that's going to be maturing your egg this month, uh, starts getting starts to grow, starts to mature here in this phase, right after your period. And then you have ovulation happen. This is when that mature egg reaches its, you know, maturation. <laughs> <laughs> and is then released from the ovary, and it goes, makes a little journey. And I believe it's some, It's just a few days um, that a woman is supposed to be, or a person with a uterus is supposedly able to get pregnant. Like, that's the highest likelihood. Any other phase in the, in your cycle, it's really difficult to get pregnant. So that's interesting. You can only really get pregnant, like, a, a tiny little bit amount. And yet women are the ones that are taking the bread of birth control. Men can get women pregnant. Any time of the day, any time they want. Women, we have a little tiny window. Um, and I'm gonna—I know I keep saying women. I want to acknowledge that obviously not only women have uteruses. I—I I say women because I'm a woman that has a uterus and is menstruating. So, um, just to clear that up, I'm doing my best. Um, okay, so you have your ovulation time, and then after ovulation. You start the luteal phase, um, which brings up the LH hormone, um, which is the luteinizing hormone, I believe. So there are, there are also four different hormones. Let's see if I get this right. Four different hormones that are released at different times during the cycle. And this is important because what you're basically doing when you're freezing your eggs is you're giving yourself, your body, way more hormones. Okay, Bernie, could you please be quiet? My cat is in here and he's... You know, he's he's learning a lot. So there are there are four different hormones that are involved. I really in my my limited education around this at first, it was just I knew about estrogen and I happened to know about progesterone because the birth control that I took for many, many years was the uh, the progesterone. Only pill, the POP, which is also called the mini pill, and it basically is birth control. It's the birth control pill without estrogen. It just uses progesterone that I think thickens your cervix, thickens the lining of your cervix, so it makes it difficult for sperm to travel up there. And uh, and it also I feel like it tricks your body into thinking it's pregnant, something like that. It's interesting, it's all magic and witchery. Clearly, there's a ton of stuff I still don't understand. So, um, the order of when these hormones are released in the cycle is as follows estrogen it is what happens during the follicular phase the follicular phase happens between day one and day 14 of your cycle so your period is obviously day one to however long and then follicular phase but it's happening so the fsh is already happening this is called a control hormone so there's four different hormones but there's two groups of the hormones there's the controlling hormones and then there's ovarian response hormones so in the first half of your cycle estrogen is doing its thing and in the second half of your cycle in the luteal phase after ovulation it's the uh the progesterone progesterone gets kicked in and those are both the ovarian response hormones the control hormones is fsh and lh and those like I know that I I think I already said in the in day one video and I, I say it more as I go through the cycle but the gonal is uh, essentially uh, FSH um, just jacked up really high so that my body matures as many eggs as possible and it's one egg per follicle and you can have any different number of follicles per month so some months you could have fifteen to thirty some months you could have just a few. Um, And you really don't. There's no way, at least at this point, of us knowing what it's going to be. If we did, that would make this process a little bit easier because some of us who start this process come in and we only have, you know, maybe eight follicles. Um, And so that means a possibility of potentially eight eggs, Um, eight fully mature eggs by the end. Um, In my case, as you'll see, I believe I had something like 15 or 18 follicles which meant a potential for somewhere around 15 to 18 eggs mature eggs at the end that was a whole journey and so stay tuned for how that all turned out for me but um that's when you're going into the process and they're looking at your ovaries and seeing what are the follicles we're working with this month what's the potential for the eggs coming to maturation so we had day 1 to day 14 Day fourteen takes us into roughly when egg release happens. That's ovulation, and in egg freezing world, this is when they trigger, they give you the trigger shot, which is a higher dose of um, HCG, and that helps your your body know it's time to release the egg. You have your egg retrieval. Okay, um, so then day fifteen to day twenty eight is the luteal phase. Um, this is when progesterone is happening. Fun, fun little fact for my uterus owners out there. Uh, usually in the early part of your cycle when estrogen is having its its day and it's pumping through your body, that's the that's the hormone that can make us feel like glowy and like, you know, um, it's a little more of like a percolating happy hormone. I'd say, and then progesterone, um I should say, in doses, estrogen is like that. progesterone is sort of the when you start to because you're moving back towards the end of the cycle where you begin your period again, so it's sort of like the fall phase, it's like autumn in the body, so women and people with uteruses were experiencing like seasons of the body every month um, when I started tracking my cycle with the moon, um which is pretty amazing when I notice. What the phase of the moon is and where i'm at in my cycle they always sync up and if they get pushed out of whack for whatever reason it always eventually makes its way back to the same time like uh, every new moon let's say i is when i'm having my period like most of the time it's pretty pretty cool so we're magic women's bodies are magic so that's my attempt at a pithy explanation of the menstrual cycle i also want to say because not everybody knows this but this is important The time when a uterus-owning person has the most amount of eggs in their bodies, they are in the womb. So when I was a fetus is when I had the most amount of eggs in my body. As a fetus early in development, a baby that has ovaries will have around 6 million eggs. And that number of eggs... Gets reduced so that when the baby is born, they have somewhere between one to two million. and it goes down and down and down from from there, obviously. And so by the time we reach puberty, we have about three hundred thousand to four hundred thousand eggs left. So we go from six million in the womb to one to two million when we're born as babies, and then by the time we get to puberty, it's three hundred to four hundred thousand. So every month what's happening is a uterus. Is not creating the eggs where they're already in the body. What they're what's happening is the follicles and the follicle stimulating hormone is maturing that egg so that it can be fertilized. And then I would just wanna say, so every month the body picks which eggs the body thinks It's the best bet to get pregnant with. And so all the other eggs that are hanging out in those other follicles um, that aren't being matured, that have not been chosen for selection, die. (laughs) So that's where those eggs go. So they're not like stored again. They just die. And that's why women, you know, women and people with uteruses are born with a finite number of eggs. Although there is some research coming out that isn't so sure about that. Which is exciting, the science still is like behind on women's health, and this is part of the reason for this podcast because it's just we need it we need it out there, we need to be awareness, we need to stop uh, i I need to stop being like shy about talking about it because we're half the population. um we all experience these things like every month, and the fact that it's uncomfortable at times to talk about it in certain groups is fine, but it's also it just it's such a important and natural part of being a human that I think we need to get over it. We need to get over it because it's it's key, it's holding us back. In order for research to happen, there has to be a desire and curiosity. And there's a reason that a lot of this research is happening now because it's taken that long for us to like really care about how a how a uterus works and it's pretty magical. Last couple of things I'll share. There's a reason that age 35 is sort of like a big age to folks who are interested in having children. Because after 35, uh, according to my doctors and the research I've done, the fertility begins to decline. Even when you're in your early 30s, it's already starting to happen. When you get to 35, Especially when it comes to like egg freezing, it can be a little more challenging, depending on your body. But again, want to stress that every single body's different. Some folks who are younger than, than me had fewer follicles, and some people who are much older than I am and egg freezed in their, you know, early 40s um, had no issue and were freezing like 30 eggs, you know. So everybody's different. Take this with a grain of salt. There is obviously like, um, some more common things. So the most common thing is around age 35, that's when the fertility really starts to decline. So yeah, I wanted to do it before I got to age 35, which was sort of the push to get me to do it um, last year, get her done. And usually by the time you reach 40, uh, you have about 10% of your pre-birth egg supply left. I will also mention that when you freeze your eggs... You have to pay every month to store these eggs, and that is not covered by my insurance, Um, and that you can only store them up until you turn 50, and then at that point, you have to decide what to do with the eggs because they will not um, do IVF for women over 50 at this point. Around age 37, um, there are estimates that you'll have around 25,000 eggs left, and then you'll have about 15 years after that point before you begin menopause roughly. Everyone's different. And at menopause, you'll have fewer than 100 eggs left. The more you know. It's also important to mention that egg quality is part of this and egg quality does decline as you age. Okay. So that's why fertility planning, family planning um, is very important and we all need to educate ourselves about this. So hope that was helpful. We're going to get into day two now of my cycle. That's all I'll say. I hope that was helpful. And let's get into it.
0: Also, as a reminder, please follow us on Instagram at FreeBodyPodcast. I'm posting the videos in tandem with these podcast episodes. So if you're a visual learner or you prefer that format, that's where you can find those videos at FreeBodyPodcast. And make sure to like and follow. Just had a really great crying
1: session because that's just what it's been for the last couple days.
0: Here I am, day two, <laughs> ice packing my abdomen
1: in preparation for the gonel shot, which I did last night and I have to do for three more days until it may change to um, include more shots basically i'm pretty sure i'm going to be doing gonnell the whole time um but we'll see so i tilted it up just because y'all don't really need to see me give the shot shot to myself but i will oh well i guess you will see it so when that comes up just know if you're squeamish uh ha <laughs> it's so funny, emotions
0: and hormones, you guys. Just, you know, it takes so little. It takes so little. And I think what I've learned
1: in my years now of uh, also like healing trauma somatically and moving old stuck emotions through the old system here um, is if you feel like you have to cry, even just like a little bit, like go cry. Just at your earliest convenience, just get it done. Within 48 hours, I think they say, um, so that it doesn't like get stuck in you. And bonus points if you can find a friend um, or
0: someone to talk to that will empathize and just listen because that's a part of healing too. Maybe, you know, your therapist is on Zoom and you can do it that way, whatever it is.
1: Okay. so. I've queued up my video because I do not feel proficient enough yet to do this shot without step-by-step instructional video. Okay, so this is the gommel pen. Inside of the kit, you get a lot of uh, needles, little tiny needles in these little cases here. I have my uh, sticks container, what's this called? Yeah, sharps container. (laughs) sticks container, God help me. You see why I need the video still, I don't know what anything is. Um, and here's instructions that, you know, uh, when I look at, my brain explodes. So, not gonna at it, just gonna follow the video. I did this last night, it's the easiest shot I'm gonna have to do this whole time. So, we have that going for us, and I've already done it. So I psyched myself up to do it yesterday, I can do it again. And this time we're gonna do it with audio, okay. I like to say a little something for, um to the, to the goddess Hecate here, queen of the witches, right? Goddess of magic. Um, may my body remain healthy and strong and resilient through this process. <sighs> may I find more ease and breath through this process
0: and may I just let the tears come when they want to because
1: better out than in. All right, here we go. That's my little, my little prayer. I'm gonna play this video and I'm gonna start getting myself ready here. I got alcoholic alcohol prep pads, which I'm gonna have to wipey wipe there and wipey wipe on my abdomen. Um, you put it in right where you can pinch an inch, trigger words. Uh, <laughs> Trigger roots from my childhood, thanks to my dad. Um, But hey,
0: you know what this taught me? You're supposed to pinch an inch. (sighs) Can you tell I'm like a little bit um, wild
1: right now? I feel a little wild. I wore this because I need a reminder
0: that I'm tough and I can do tough, hard things. Okay. I'm gonna wash my hands. Then I'm gonna start the video. Okay, here we go.
2: All of the following items before you begin Gonal F, -F -F, RFF, Readyject Pen. One single use disposable needle supplied with the pen. Treatment diary for recording your injections that comes with your Readyject Pen. Nah. Alcohol swabs. Sterile gauze. And Sharp's container. A. Wash your hands with soap and water, then dry thoroughly. Make sure you are working on a clean, flat surface.
0: On my cute little medical tray.
2: The pen should be at room temperature and the medication in the pen should be clear. There should be no cracks in the plastic window and there should be liquid in the reservoir. The liquid should be clear and colorless with no particles. Get another ready eject pen if there yeah. are cracks in the reservoir, there is no liquid or the liquid is not <clears throat> clear and colorless. Looks good. Check the dose display in the ready pen. pen. Yep. If there is any so number okay. other than zero on the dose display, set the dose display set to zero. zero. Remove the pen cap and swab the tip of the pen with an alcohol swab. Hold the outer needle cap in one hand and the pen in your other hand. Place the needle on the end of the pen where you see the threads and screw the needle onto the pen until the needle is securely tightened. Do you
0: see the thread? Be
2: careful not to over-tighten the needle. Gently remove the outer needle cap and place on a clean flat surface to use later. Boom. Leave the inner needle shield on the needle. On. Small so. air bubbles in the pen's reservoir do not need to be removed from the pen, but large air bubbles in the pen's reservoir must be removed. Note a large air bubble is a bubble that appears all the way across the yep. top of the reservoir. We're good. Upward.
1: This needle. is so annoying. You
2: carefully remove there the we inner go. needle shield and throw it away. Do not recap the needle with the inner needle shield. See, that should be with step the four, but up, it's not. Tap the reservoir with your finger to allow any large air bubbles to no. rise to the top. No air bubbles. With the needle still pointing up. Find the outer needle cap and huh. place on a flat surface. Putting it. Holding the pen in, in one hand. That. Slip the needle into the outer needle cap without using your other hand.
0: I am. Dialing prescribed dose. Here we go.
2: Turn the dose knob until your prescribed dose shows in the dose display. By My dose, dose is three hundred. Bright light window or under a lamp. Three
1: hundred.
2: Your
0: healthcare provider here we go. should show you the injection sites to use around your abdominal And
2: air. we've got a little you should dew drop each on the very top back, to to so we're good. Clean the injection yeah. site with an alcohol swab and allow to get
1: Put this back on here with that little cap on the tip of it so I can alcohol swab. What am I going to do? I'm
0: going to do like, let's do this. Seems like it is cold enough. (laughs) That air dry.
2: Hold the pen at a 90 degree angle and insert the needle into your skin. Press down on the dose knob with your thumb and hold the dose knob as far as it will go to complete the full injection. Keep the needle in your skin for at least five seconds to make sure you receive your full dose. Remove the needle from your skin and place the pen on the table. Apply pressure using a gauze pad. Dose display should indicate zero.
0: I did a... It hurts more after you do it. Completely, and the like the entry doesn't hurt me. Zero. It's and the after, like of the product going in. To, to complete
2: your full dose.
1: I'm bleeding a little, like I did yesterday. Wow, that's,
0: that's more blood than yesterday.
2: Find the outer needle a bit of blood on there. Okay. Holding the pen in one hand, slip the needle into the outer needle cap without using your other there. hand. It using on. one hand, push the capped needle against a surface that is firm but not slippery, like, like wall. a wall. Push until you hear a click. Pushing the capped needle against a wall will make sure the cap is I firm. Don't and hear touch. a click! Turn the capped needle to unscrew the old capped needle from the pen. Discard the used needle in your sharps container. Replace the pen cap. After you use the pen and there is still medicine left, store your pen in the refrigerator or at room temperature. Perfect. I have
0: exactly 300 left in the pen for tomorrow. I did it. Day two done. I'm
1: going to eventually be covered in little bruises. It's going to be super cute. Okay.
0: That's day two. Thanks for watching. Thank you again for being here. Please subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the word about this podcast. Stay tuned for more. Follow us on Instagram at freebodypodcast for any updates.
2: And until next time, be well.